On this third Sunday of Lent, we pray with the reading from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Luke. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. At that time, some people who were present there told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate has, had mingled with the blood of their sacrifices. He said to them in reply, Do you think that because these Galileans suffered in this way, they were greater sinners than all other Galileans? By no means. But I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. Or those eighteen people who were killed when the Tower of Siloam fell on them? Do you think they were more guilty than everyone else who lived in Jerusalem? By no means. But I tell you, if you do not repent, you will perish as they did. And he told them this parable. There once was a person who had a fig tree planted in his orchard. And when he came in search of fruit on it, but found none, he said to the gardener, For three years now I have come in search of fruit on this fig tree, but have found none. So cut it down. Why should it exhaust the soil? He said to them in reply, Sir, leave it for this year also, and I shall cultivate the ground around it and fertilize it. It may bear fruit in the future. If not, you can cut it down. The Gospel of the Lord On this new Sunday that is given to us to be able to rest a little more, to be with our family, to glorify the Lord, because it is the Lord's Day, trying to pray a little more, to listen more, to open our soul to the word that day by day is leading us towards Easter. Let us not be afraid, or let us pass over this apparent contradiction in the words in today's glimpses of the Gospel. On the one hand, Jesus says, I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did, which sounds like a threat. And on the other hand, this, Sir, leave it for this year also, and I shall cultivate the ground around it and fertilize it. It may bear fruit in the future. If not, you can cut it down. The same Jesus, the same one who urgently calls us to change, to convert, to wake up from our sleep, the same one who then puts himself at stake for us, for each one of us, and says to the father, to the owner of the vineyard, leave it a little longer, don't cut it, don't take it away, if I help it, if I turn the soil around it, if I fertilize it, it may still bear fruit. It's not really contradictory. It's not that Jesus plays the role of the good guy, the vine dresser, and the father plays the role of the bad guy, the owner, the calculating owner who wants to nip in the bud everything that doesn't bear fruit. No, it's a parable, a parable intending to take us to something deeper, to discover something else that lies behind, that in reality is what we would do. We would behave like that impatient owner. That's what we do with things and with people. 
Our patience is limited. Our patience is scarce. Our patience is weak. We have patience in reality with things that we like and that suit us. We are selfish, and then we explode and cut off any connection with things or people that we consider not worth it. That's not worth waiting for. How many things and people have we nipped in the bud because we didn't know how to wait? Because we didn't know how to value and discover that if we wait, everything can bear fruit if it is fertilized and cared for. How many relationships have we broken? How many people have we removed from our lives because we didn't give them a chance? How many times have we played the role of evil, impatient owners who assume they are deserving, who want and believe they deserve the fruit of their land as if they were really the owners of the lives of others and of the things around us? How many times? Let's be honest. By contrast, today we could marvel at the patience of a God who is the Father at the infinite patience he has for knowing how to wait, not nipping lives in the bud. Also, a God who is a son and knows how to put himself at stake for his brothers and sisters is a vine dresser and puts himself at stake for us. And on the other hand, why not be a little bit worried about our patience, so small and limited, which has so often turned into impatience, being anxious and implacable with others, with ourselves and with things. We often suffer because of this great patience of God who does not seem to act, who doesn't seem to do anything, who doesn't destroy what's useless, who leaves it, who seems immobile in the face of so much filth in this world, in the face of so much injustice. However, I believe that today we all have to learn to suffer for patience. It is a great virtue to suffer for patience with loving patience. The lack of fruit in our lives and in the lives of others has to do with our impatience, which is why it's good to know that there's always an ember, a little seed in the heart, a remnant that gives us hope that one day we'll be able to bear fruit. A seed hidden there that can still love, that's still worth the effort, that's still worth begging, sitting and waiting for. In the same way that God and our neighbors did with you and with me, how many times did our mother, our father, our teacher, our friend, our grandfather and grandmother wait for us to grow and bear fruit? How many times? Even if we don't know, Let's imagine if they had cut us off quickly, there and then, when they saw us half-withered and tired without doing anything. We wouldn't be listening to this word of God today, listening to this parable that exalts the admirable and long-suffering patience of God, who sends us his son, the vine dresser, to fertilize us, to make a bit for us, to move the soil of our heart. Let's wake up. Wake up, Jesus tells us, up. Because we can die at any moment, we are creatures like everyone else, like those who die every day of natural causes, and sometimes very unjust causes. We can all end up the same. We all have and can bear fruit. 
We are seeds of the Father, and we have a lot to give. Let's not be afraid. Let's not hold anything back. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain with us always.